Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. We have a lot to get to on this edition of the podcast, as we promised. We will go over last weekend's LSU official visitor group, as well as touch on the latest work hearing on Jaden Rashada, the four-star quarterback who just headed off to Florida for his official visit to check out Gainesville. A second trip in just about a month over to Gainesville for Jaden Rashada is now wrapped up. He's headed to Las Vegas for the OT7 tournament, a seven-on-seven tournament uh, sponsored by Overtime Elite. And so he'll be there. We'll be able to catch up with him. Uh, Sam Spiegelman will be on hand for that. As for me, I'll be at LSU O-line D-line camp as well as the 7-on-7 tournament that LSU is hosting on campus. We'll have coverage of that for you on TheBengalTiger.com, as well as coverage of LSU's official visit weekend featuring eight prospects headed to campus as of now. We'll see if that changes at all, but eight prospects set to visit LSU this weekend. But first, let's go back in time to last weekend when LSU had a trio of prospects on campus Four official visits. Uh, Christian Gray and Collins Achiampong were the two that came on Friday to check out LSU. And then uh, it was Jaden Rashada who arrived on Sunday to take his official visit to LSU. And let's lead off uh, with Christian Gray. Um, and they, they also had uh, Malik Benson, the Juco wide receiver on campus for the weekend as well. But let's lead off with Christian Gray, somebody that I think you look at it Uh, after my conversation with him and I gotta think that it's LSU Notre Dame still battling it out for him there's been some confidence on LSU's side of things from people I've talked with that they are going to be the ones that land his commitment on the 4th of July but I will say this you know the way he talked about Notre Dame he's going back up there this weekend for his official visit then he heads to USC before finishing up with Ohio State he said he wants to go see if he's got the same feelings for Notre Dame as he did when he went up there last. Now, LSU, I think, did a tremendous job recruiting him hard, selling him on both the academic and the football portion of the program that Brian Kelly and his staff are trying to build. That's really important uh, for Christian Gray as far as what he wants and what he values from what I understand. Um, And so I I do think as of now that LSU and Notre Dame are the ones that are going to kind of battle this out for Christian Gray as it stands. Um, I would I would guess a dark horse is Ohio State just because of their pedigree of producing defensive backs uh, and recruiting at a high level. Uh, that's just reality. They've, they've churned out a lot of defensive backs lately, and if he's taking an official visit there, he's at the very least on Ohio State's board um, just about a week or so before a week and a half before he makes his decision on the 4th of July. Again, I I think looking at all the information I have at least, you hear from Notre Dame side of things that there's confidence on Christian Gray. You hear from LSU side of things that there's confidence on Christian Gray. Somebody's going to be wrong. Somebody's going to be left at the altar, um, and it's going to be uh, a school that has felt good about where they stood in the process with Christian Gray throughout, um, you know, you look across, you know, the board for LSU at defensive back. He was the first guy they brought in for an official visit on out, at corner. Um, you know, they do have Dalen Austin committed already, uh, and he plans to take an official visit later on to LSU. 
But Christian Gray, certainly somebody that from the get-go, Robert Steeples, Gray's former high school coach, targeted, circled, um, and has really recruited hard throughout his time at LSU so far. So it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. But again, you know, just based on what we're hearing, LSU's confident in the end it, it's going to be the Tigers. So uh, we'll be watching for that. I think one prospect that you look at potentially LSU making a move for was Collins, Achi- Collins Achiampong, a 6'7", 254-pound edge prospect who could play tight end as well. That's kind of where LSU sees him. Uh, but most of the schools recruiting him are telling him, look, you, you get on campus, we'll figure it out. I know Michigan's recruiting him at the edge position from what I understand. Michigan is a school that holds most of uh, the uh, confidence here. Uh, Michigan insider EJ Holland just placed an on three recruiting prediction machine pick in for the Wolverines to win this recruitment. And honestly, I I think it makes a lot of sense. And this is another prospect that is going to decide on July 1st as far as his decision goes. And Michigan has been viewed as as the program that's kind of been the team to beat, um, at least from what I've heard and gathered. Miami is lurking, and it certainly wouldn't surprise me if the Hurricanes can pull it off as well. But when you look at LSU, they were kind of the team that was added into the mix late for him on the official visit visit front. Um, and LSU, I think, did a really good job. He had a little bit of a family health situation that came up on his visit, and the way LSU staff handled it, um, he actually, I believe, got a waiver to stay a whole nother day um, and kind of deal with that. Not on LSU's campus or anything, but they were allowed to uh, cover his his stay um, so that he was in a good place and didn't have to travel with that going on and things like that, um, from what he told me at least. So I think that stood out to him. I just don't know if it was enough to catch Michigan. Just from what I've heard, again, Michigan's felt really good about this, and now the Wolverines get to uh, host him next. Uh, and so he's headed off to uh, Ann Arbor for his visit there. Four-star prospect, um, number 36 overall edge in the country. Uh, a really somebody that would have been one of those nice-to-haves, I think. And we'll continue to monitor, of course, and see how things end up. But um, I will say that, you know, looking at the tea leaves there, uh, LSU probably was just a little bit too far behind um, to play catch-up. They, they kind of offered not late, but they offered late got into the mix late and you know just missed out on uh, being in that initial group and then he ended up adding them in late so uh, that was a prospect that you were kind of hoping if you're LSU maybe you knock it out of the park so much that you jostle Michigan away from the lead that every a lot of people think that they've had uh, in this recruitment so uh, wrapping it up on the guys that came in from Friday to Sunday Malik Benson junior college wide receiver um, one of the best wide receivers in the country without a doubt uh, he is uh, uh, just heading off to another official visit this weekend. Uh, he's got a who's who of uh, programs after him. Uh, he heads to Tennessee, Alabama, and then Georgia. Uh, so he's continuing to go through his process. I think when you look at the official visits he's taken, Oregon and LSU, I do see LSU above Oregon at this point, uh, just from what Malik told me um, and, and just how he really – Uh, thought about the visit and what he thought. So um, LSU still in the mix with Malik Benson. I think Georgia might be tough to beat there. Tennessee, Alabama, obviously stiff competition here. uh, And the Tide do lead the recruiting prediction machine piece of things uh, by just a little bit. 
but I do think Malik Benson, you know, bonding with Cortez Hankton, getting to see him coach uh, in camp, that was big for him. Uh, and I know he's got you know kind of some longstanding uh, ties to to Louisiana, to LSU that are kind of at play. So we'll see how it works out there with Malik Benson. Uh, but LSU took its swing, and now he'll continue on his process before hoping to make a decision before his uh, next season at Hutchinson Junior College. Finally, let's talk about Jaden Rashada. And this is one of the best quarterbacks available. He's a top 10 quarterback in the country, number seven quarterback on the on three consensus. He's a top 50 overall prospect. He has had a recruitment that has gone up and down in all sorts of different ways. We thought it would go Ole Miss earlier. We thought it would go um, Oregon or Texas A&M, uh, LSU. I mean, now Florida is heavily, heavily in the mix for him. And, you know, he's somebody that right now, I would say probably LSU is just outside the top two is my guess. Just kind of reading the tea leaves that I've been given, you know, Florida feels terrific about where things stand um, with Jaden Rashada um, going into the visit, going into the official visit that they just had. And now that it's over, they continue to feel good uh, based on what we've heard. And another school that I think won't go away is Ole Miss. And, you know, Miami is going to get a chance to uh, head you know, bring him in, I think, right before his decision. Mario Cristobal is a hell of a recruiter. Uh, he's He's been recruiting Jaden Rashada for a long time. Um, and, look, the Hurricanes have made no bones about it. They're in it to win it as far as the NIL opportunities go as well, which I do believe are going to play a big part here in Jaden Rashada's recruitment. I think Oregon is holding on to some hope that they, they still have a shot, but – from what I understand, they don't feel kind of as good about their NIL uh, you know, opportunity opportunity that they would have in place for Jaden Rashada. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. But Florida is really the school that has surged as of late. And I, I think if he gets on campus at Miami next weekend, that's going to be a visit where it could really shake things up in a way. Um, you know, I think Florida has some things that are in play for them that really stand out. Uh, Billy Napier's actually known the Rashadas a long time since he was at Arizona State. Um, but this is this is a this is a recruitment that could go a lot of different ways. But it's heading to a close. June 18th is when he's going to make his decision. I honestly don't have too much more than that on him because I do think uh, it's going to be. Uh, it, it, there's going to be a time, you know, that I think the picture becomes clearer. We haven't heard from Jaden. We haven't heard from his dad, Harlan, since the LSU and Florida visits. I'm trying to catch up with them and, and see how it went. At the very least, we're going to have Sam uh, in Las Vegas. He's going to talk to Jaden himself and see where things stand. But, you know, right now, uh, this is a, a prospect that I think LSU is kind of right there and they've kind of hung around for. I would say they're one of the more consistent schools as far as what we've heard kind of from the last few months to now, uh, you know, with LSU kind of turning up the heat a little bit, if that makes sense. But we haven't seen LSU surge to the forefront uh, like some of these other schools have grabbed momentum, like Florida, um, Oregon about a, a month or so ago. 
We've seen that happen as recruitment. LSU's just kind of hung around. So it'll be very interesting to see where he goes. I would say my confidence kind of wanes on LSU landing Jaden Jaden Rashada. But again, it's a, it's a situation where nothing's for certain with this recruitment. It's been pretty wild to follow overall. So that's kind of the rundown on Jaden Rashada, uh, if you want to call it that. It'll be a very interesting recruitment to follow, but LSU remains in the mix for him. Now, let's move on and kind of run down the eight prospects hitting campus. And I want to kind of go, honestly, I'm going to try my best to go in order of uh, most realistic to least realistic as far as ending up at LSU. So if you want to turn off the podcast at a certain point, you can. You, can. Um, you know, for LSU, they bring in Whit Weeks out of Oconee County in Georgia, brother of LSU linebacker West Weeks. He was supposed to officially visit next uh actually the last weekend in june and moved it all the way up he heads to georgia next weekend the dogs are pushing for him uh, and i think it's an lsu georgia battle if you're if you're asking me uh where i see this one kind of headed and i i say that because the dogs have recruited him hard they want to keep him home and on the flip side lsu certainly has a lot uh in its back pocket as far as his brother being on the team um the them already having that trust from the family that they've taken care of West Week so far. Um, it'll just kind of almost be a matter of does Whit Weeks want, wants to go where his brother is, um, you know, playing his college football. So Whit Weeks is the first official visitor I'll, I'll cover. The second one, Kyle Parker, four, uh, three-star wide receiver on the on-three consensus, but a four-star wide receiver, four on three. He comes in from Texas. He worked out last weekend in a private workout with Cortez Hankton earned an offer, and now is coming to campus for an official visit. Texas is the on-three recruiting prediction machine leader, uh, and the Horns are going to host him as well. But I would say don't count out Louisville. Uh, They're right in the mix for him as well, and they've landed some big-time prospects so far in this class, uh, and they're right there. Um, Now, you look at the other wide receivers they've offered. Kyle Parker's the newest name. He's somebody that kind of reminds me of Malik Neighbors a little bit in this game. Um, and he surged up the board for Cortez Hankton. Kyle Parker's dad actually went to McDonough 35 from New Orleans, attended LSU, didn't play football, but attended LSU um, and has known Cortez Hankton for quite some time now. So this is going to be an interesting one. Can LSU surge past Texas late for him? Uh, I think LSU's got a real good shot here to land Kyle Parker with a good visit. Now, I'll. this is where it gets interesting here. I'll probably go with Darren Reed as the next prospect I want to cover for you guys. Uh, He's a top 30 prospect for on three, somebody that sits in the, uh, at, as a number, number 160 overall prospect in the country on the on three consensus. But if everything ended today, he'd be a five-star for on three. Ohio state is a clear leader in the on three recruiting prediction machine, but I'll say don't count out, LSU here just from what I've heard I don't know if they're going to be able to overcome Ohio State but I will say his unofficial visit to LSU went really well earlier in the spring it'll just be a matter of can they overcome the Buckeyes he does want to make a decision uh, this summer in July if LSU can blow him away with an official visit it wouldn't shock me if the Tigers could could get over that hump and land Darren Reed next up another defensive lineman and another talented defensive lineman out of Indianapolis Cathedral, Kendrick Gilbert, 
who will be on campus with one of his teammates. More on that in a minute. But Kendrick Gilbert, the 6'5", 250-pounder, comes to town as the number 251 overall prospect in the country, number 33 defensive lineman nationally, four on three, and he's a borderline four-star uh, for the on three consensus. Kentucky, Iowa, and LSU are right in the mix here for them, uh, for him, and he's – I, I, I kind of go back and forth here. I, I want to think that LSU, who – has recruited him for a long time, dating back to Brian Polian and uh, Brian Kelly's days at Notre Dame to, you know, Jamar Kane having recruited him for a while. I'd like to think LSU can, can make a move here and, and overcome and, and overcome Kentucky and Iowa who kind of have some, some buzz about them. But I, I do think right now that LSU is, is sitting in a spot where they could surge with an official visit here but he's just so quiet, he's tough to get a read on. He, he's come in for a ton of visits this spring to colleges across the Southeast, really, and, and in the Midwest, and made a lot of trips around the country. But he's also set to check out Iowa the last weekend of June for his official visit. Um, he really is somebody that right now you just don't get a great read on. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, that's how it is. But, you know, Kendrick Gilbert... Uh, is a guy that's been on the rise. He's had a big, big spring and summer. Um, so is, you know, Joshua Mickens, his teammate who we're about to talk about. But I will say, LSU has done a really nice job recruiting him with Brian Kelly and Brian Polian. I think as he builds a relationship with Jamar Kane even more, that'll be the thing to watch. Can they close the door on him? Uh, he wants to commit August 23rd and, um, you know, Takes, takes the four official visits. Uh, Purdue is another school that's in the mix for him as well. Um, but right now, you know, Kentucky, Iowa, uh, Purdue are uh, the challengers to LSU uh, in this recruitment. It doesn't necessarily mean, mean LSU leads, but I get the sense that LSU could make a move here. Another prospect I'll, I'll go with next is Do Joshua Mickens. And the reason why is if LSU can surge for Kendrick Gilbert, Maybe LSU can surge for Joshua Mickens. He's somebody that, again, on three, much higher on than the on three consensus. Uh, he would just miss being a five-star if the rankings ended today. Uh, but the 6'4", 225-pounder will come to campus this weekend. Uh, his family ties to North Carolina are there. They're deep. Um, but LSU uh, is now the second school to host him for an official visit after UNC hosted him in May. We'll see if LSU can pull him out of, uh, you know, the the connections that he has to North Carolina with his family. Pretty much all of his family lives in North Carolina, and the Tar Heels have done a really nice job recruiting him. But Brian Polian's been, you know, kind of heading up this one as well, um, and has done a really nice job. So we'll see if LSU can search for these two guys, uh, these two high school teammates, and and make a move. Now moving on to. Caden Green, the four-star offensive lineman out of Lee's Summit, Missouri. I know LSU was a late ad here as far as his official visit schedule. Um, Oklahoma holds the confidence on this one. Uh, they just hosted him last weekend for an official visit. Michigan will host him next, and Missouri will host him the last weekend of June. And also it's worth noting, Nebraska hosted him in May for an official visit. But right now, this one, I think, sits in the Sooners' corner um, LSU is, is, is trying to, you know, change things here, get them on campus for an official visit and take their shot 
I respect it. But at the end of the day, they were the last ad for Caden Green to his visit schedule. Um, and that says a lot, in my opinion. So next, we kind of stay in the state of we stay in the state of Missouri with Kendrick or with Edric Hill, uh, 6'1", 280-pound defensive lineman, kind of a sawed-off guy. I mean, this isn't necessarily your prototypical guy. An Alabama and LSU would recruit heavily, which makes it interesting that they're both both programs are bringing him in this month for official visit. LSU hosting him this weekend. Alabama hosting him the last weekend. Nebraska has some has some uh, buzz as well, having hosted him this spring for a visit. Um, you know, Iowa has as well. Iowa State, but it does seem like, uh, depending on how maybe the boards shuffle with some of these schools, having brought him in for official visits, both schools can kind of keep him on the board, keep him as an option. Quite honestly. Uh, Matt House has really gotten LSU into the mix here with the Kansas City prospect. Uh, obviously, he coached for the Chiefs there for a bit. And then Jamar Kane has kind of picked things up as well. So he's, an, he's another one. Keeps relatively to himself, keep, keeps things pretty quiet. But LSU is, is kind of making a move. And I, I'll say this about Matt House, having watched him work the camps last, last weekend. Probably one of the most um, energetic charismatic guys I've seen interact with recruits um, you know, since I've been covering LSU. Just really seems to bond with these guys and really seems to stand out to them uh, just from watching them talk and interact. So maybe that connection, maybe that bond shifts things for LSU and the Tigers have just been sitting in a dark horse position. Now, lastly, this is somebody that LSU has been recruiting hard for a while, but it just seems apparent that they've not faded because I never thought that they were at the top of the list, but it just seems like he's going to end up going to an Oregon, Alabama, or Georgia, and that's Jaden Wayne, somebody on the cusp of being a five-star for the on-three consensus, but he's coming in town. Oregon has picked up some picks as of uh, last middle of May, um, so the Ducks seem to have some confidence of keeping the number one prospect in Washington out on the West Coast, but his recruitment is national. Miami is certainly a school to watch and factor in as well. Um, he's heading to LSU this weekend to take his second official visit. And uh, the Tigers, um, you know, are battling Oregon, who will host him the last weekend in June. Miami hosts him next weekend. And then Alabama is a school that could very well get an official visit, as are USC, Washington, a couple others. Um, and this is this is a guy that hasn't decided his his fifth official visit yet, but look, Alabama has had him on campus multiple times for unofficial visits, and he's not taken his official visit until the fall with the Tide, from what he told us. I think that says a lot with where things stand with Jaden Wayne, so wanted to end with him. If you heard his name, some of you might have even turned off the, off the podcast by now, but if not, we appreciate you guys listening to this edition of the pod. Hope you guys got all you needed as far as recapping the official visit weekend. We just covered and also previewing the official visit weekend to come we will have all your coverage of lsu o-line d-line camp and seven on seven camp on the site so be sure to be around for that appreciate all the new subscribers we've had on the board we've had plenty that have been sounding off saying you guys have jumped on board so you guys are incredible thank you for subscribing thank you for listening to the podcast and we will catch you guys after the weekend with another edition and you can hear from lsu offensive lineman charles turner on the next episode. So we'll catch you guys later and thanks for listening.